Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this fabulous and beautiful Monday morning. Hope everybody survived Halloween and uh, ready for a whole new season of uh, celebration and uh, eating. <laughs> That's what I like. That's what I look forward to is Thanksgiving. You know, a lot of people want to try to start diets around this time of year. And if you're one of those people, you are crazy. <laughs> Well, I want to I want to lose weight as much as the next person. Man, I tell you what, Thanksgiving, Christmas, you might as well just hang it up. At least for me, my lack of willpower would not allow it. So uh, it still amazes me, though, how people want to skip right over Thanksgiving. All right, oh, I'm going to start celebrating Christmas. I don't, I mean, I love Christmas much as the next person, but I like my, my holidays in sequence, you know. And uh, I, I look forward to my Thanksgiving. We always... Uh, get our tree uh, the weekend before Thanksgiving and the day of Thanksgiving after the family gets done eating our tradition is we decorate the Christmas tree and uh, I always look forward to watching the kids do it but now they're getting older and they don't really care but uh, it's a little tradition I, I still like holding on to and another really weird tradition we have and I know everybody thinks we're crazy is that we eat Thanksgiving at 10 in the morning <laughs> 9 or 10 we were like what? And, uh, well it just it is it's a weird tradition that just just kind of happened by itself it is um, when me and brandy first got together uh she made the turkey well she misjudged the time and it got done way earlier than she planned well see i love i love thanksgiving all right so i didn't want to wait i said let's just go ahead and eat you know and uh and the kids were excited they wanted to go ahead and eat too and stuff and uh, well i guess it my son at that time let's see yeah yeah, I guess it goes back before my daughter was even born in. But anyway, we was excited to eat. And, uh, and it just kind of started from there because it smells so good where she gets up so early and starts cooking it. I don't, we don't like to wait. Plus, time we go, if we, by the time we eat that, then we have our families to go to in the afternoon and evening and stuff. So it kind of really works out for the best. So, yes, we have very weird traditions here in the young household. But uh, just it is what it is. Who we got watching this morning? We've got Miss Amy Oaks Turner, Tracy Little, Brandy Boyd Young, uh, Rusty Epos, we got him, we got Karen Smith, Lois Adams, Darlene Barker, so appreciate all you wonderful people uh, tuning in this morning. Well, at this time, let's do our Pledge of Allegiance. Alrighty. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God indivisible with liberty and justice for all now we do live in the greatest country in the world and uh you know i don't know how you all feel about my little political commentaries each day before getting into uh, our devotion you may like it you may hate it may not care i don't know but i uh, just feel like it's something that needs to be addressed each day and to um, bring to the forefront certain issues that need to be discussed and uh, I believe the Bible a lot of people say well politics has no place in uh, the church or uh, maybe even the morning devotions but uh, you know you look at the the story of the Good Samaritan there could be no more greater political uh, statement uh, or story uh, in the Bible than that he crossed uh, socioeconomic and racial uh, issues there but you know speaking of which uh, one thing that really uh, gets my my goat if you will uh hello chris pascal appreciate you watching donna taylor but it is um you know i you know i keep staying crapper nick and yes i'm not uh 
I am purposely mispronouncing his name because I can't stand him. He's a he's a little anyway. <laughs> Here, this man was raised was adopted by two white people, rose through the ranks. And was able to go professional ball. I mean, the chances of, of making it all that way and even getting it through professional ball are astronomical. But he had an opportunity that he would not have realized in any place else in the world. Uh, you know, he was an average athlete, uh, you, know, you know, comparatively so to other athletes in the NFL. Uh, but um, since he can no longer play, he wants to make sure he can bash it where he can. He's got this Netflix. Uh, little thing going on here. He wants to compare the NFL to slavery. <laughs> it's just, it's it's crazy, guys. I mean, it is insane. Uh, here you have the opportunity in this country to be anything you want to be. Uh, you know, people want to throw out uh, the um, uh, slavery issue and oppression and uh, income inequality between men and women and everything about that has just been bogus. You know, uh, it is, you know. Women in particular, I wonder it's why it shows a pay gap. Because a lot of times women choose professions that pay considerably less than uh, a lot of professions that men choose. But if you look at it, though, look at all the women who are CEOs and lawyers and doctors. They make far more money than I'll ever see in my lifetime. So, you know, it, it's just baloney. And then, uh, and then here we have this lunatic. All he wants to do is, is bring up slavery. Uh, keep up uh, race divisions and here, you know, if he hadn't had if these two white people hadn't adopted his sorry butt He wouldn't even be nobody even know who he was or if he's born in any other place in the country. Nobody know who he was You got to be grateful and uh, they uh, it's just you know these How can I put it? in order to dissolve a lot of this racial and uh, tensions in our world is putting God first esteeming others better than ourselves and to understand that uh, we don't look at someone's color we look at the content of their heart and uh, the fact is idiot and he is an idiot uh, who all he wants to do is push this race division hatred towards cops why don't he work in the communities and try to bring those relations together and to promote unity instead of division he has the opportunity in the platform to do that but no he wants, wants to get his face out there. Look at all the means he's made just from Nike alone. But, you know, he, he's oppressed and wants to, to compare, you know, it, it's like, uh, um, I can't remember the name of the black guy that, uh, uh, he's a former former NFL player, he's on Fox this morning, and he's even talking about how they need God and he turned back and he said, well, for, a lot, for the white people, they'd probably still be in slavery. I mean, you know, he made some really good, good points this morning. But it is, uh, uh, I'm tired of it, guys. I'm just tired of this whole race division. It's really getting old. Good morning, Debbie Sapp. But, uh, but in order to erase, I mean, we're always going to have, well, as long as, you know, sin exists, there's going to be uh, racial bias. I mean, it's just part of it. But, uh, but the only way to eliminate that is to uh, esteeming others better than ourselves and putting God in the lives and showing these children that uh, in this country you can become anything you want to be. It takes hard work and it takes effort, and, uh, but yet there's people who want to, want to hold others down. Uh, and it's just a power trip, you know, that's the reason why they want socialism, that's why our government stinks, and that's why we got a lunatic in office, there's nothing more than a puppet, but anyway, let's go on, <laughs> I can talk all day with politics, I get uh, tore up, our scripture this morning is Galatians 2.20, I've been crucified with Christ, there's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me, 
And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. You know, Krapernick um, wants to talk about slavery. The thing he don't understand is, he is a slave. But not in the sense that he is uh, talking about, but in the spiritual sense. See, before we come to know Jesus Christ, our personal Lord and Savior, we were every one of us slaves to sin. Every one of us. And uh, there was no release from that slavery. When we come to know Jesus Christ, our personal Lord and Savior, we have been set free. It is our old self. You know, to, to, uh, to die is gain. And to live is for Christ, as Paul said. And, and what in that sense is the fact that the old us has been nailed to the cross. That, that old us has been, has been uh, destroyed. And we are a new creation in Christ Jesus. We have a whole new, brand new identity in Jesus Christ. So if Krampernick wants to really be set free, give his life over to Jesus Christ. Those who want to follow his, his, uh, his, his ilk, uh, the only way to be set free is to know Jesus Christ as, his, as their personal Lord and Savior. That's the only way you want to have true freedom and true peace is through Christ alone. You know, it is, uh, we have a new identity. You know, there is, uh, uh, you know, we always have to be careful of our identity because of identity thieves out there. But uh, that's one identity people can't steal that is all our own and that is our identity in Jesus Christ. We have to make sure that we're walking and talking, uh, uh, you know, the the things that uh, of God, you know, that we don't um, uh, give lip service, but we're actually practicing it, and we are uh, demonstrating to the world a changed life. Uh, you know, it is um, a life that should not be wasted and used completely for God's glory. Uh, we set off an aroma, if you will. Uh, you know, uh, I'm sure you've been around. In fact, when I said that, made me think one time. Uh, Brandy and I went to go watch uh, Star Wars over in Bristol. That's when they they had the uh, Lucas Surround Sound uh, in that uh, little theater there. I can't remember the name of it. It's not Tinseltown. It's, it's another theater down past. I can't remember the name of it. But anyway, it had the Lucas Surround Sound in it. And uh, these guys came in and sat behind us, and they stunk so bad. I mean, it was it about to take your breath away. They stunk so bad. She'd take perfume and try to spray it back behind us. You know, the whole theater, you know, was one of the first ones there, and they had to sit right behind it. Stunk to high heaven. So see, that's it. When you're outside of the things of God, you stink. You're rotten. You're dying. But when you have a sweet aroma when you're in the things of Jesus Christ, you have been cleansed. You've become whole. you become new when you become to know Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. That old heart, that old mind has been washed away of all those nasty, filthy things. Now, we still fight those issues. We still, because we do live in a fallen world, we still have to fight those thoughts. We still have to fight those actions. We have to fight so many things in our lives. And how we, uh, you know, it's the lust of the flesh, the pride of life, uh, you know, greed, whatever it may be, we have to fight against those things, each and every one of us, male and female alike. There's none above the other. And uh, it takes work. And all the way you can do that goes back to what I was referring to last night's uh, message and the fact that we have to stay in the Word. See, this is a weapon. And a, a soldier cannot use his weapon if he doesn't know it, if he doesn't train with it on a daily basis. You have to, that's why you see in the military and, and boot camp places that, you know, you have to be able to tear your weapon down or put it back together efficiently. It has to be clean. It has to be workable. You have to be able to be in a foxhole and tear it down and put it back together in case there's a problem. You know, you have to know that weapon so that it will fire correctly. The same thing with God's Word. You, if you don't know your weapon, how are you going to have a defense to fight back against those things that the devil attacks you with? You see, the devil wants to remind you of the old you. He wants to remind you of your past. He wants to remind you of all the sin and the mistakes and the things you've done. 
You think I am um, separated from those kind of thoughts and feelings? No, I have to fight those things each and every day. I have to fight against uh, those feelings of, of, of all the wrong I've done. Like I said, I can remember things uh, of hurting somebody as, as far back as uh, first, second, third grade. I mean, you know, maybe even kindergarten. I mean, that's, I can remember things I've said or done that I wish I could take back and it's even then. And so, it, trust me, it got a whole lot worse <laughs> from that point on. Uh, stupid things I've said and done. And, uh, uh, of course, there's a lot of times I was innocently joking, but uh, the, it really hurt somebody else and they took it the wrong way. And, uh, in fact, that's one thing I pray. Lord, help me to fundamentally change and transform how I think, look, and perceive things so I don't look like such an idiot. <laughs> because I have uh, a very odd sense of humor and not everybody gets it. It is very sarcastic. And I don't mean anything by it. I'm just trying to, you know, make you laugh. And I don't mean anything by it, but not everybody takes it that way. It's what gets me into hot trouble on Facebook because of my weird sense of humor. But, um, you know, so we have to fight against those things. Trust me, the devil's like, remember when you did this? Remember you did that? But I have to keep reminding myself, that's the old me. That's not me anymore. I'm a new creation in Christ Jesus. I'm a new person. What are mistakes I made even yesterday? Today's a brand new start. So that's one great thing about uh, uh, each and every day the Lord gives us is that we have a brand new start. We have a new beginning. Just think, whatever you messed up doing yesterday, you have a brand new start today to live today to its fullest. You are a new creation in Christ Jesus. Do not forget that you have an identity in Jesus Christ. So we have a brand new day today to live it to the best we can to serving Jesus Christ. And, you know, trust me, the devil's going to bring things in uh, every day to try to attack you, to pull you down, to make you mess up. And, uh, it's you know, if, uh, to me, sometimes the little things annoy me more than the big things do. You know, if you're constantly dropping your phone or your iPad, you're tripping over something, stumping your toes, smashing your finger. You know, it just it's just the little stuff. You know, you go check the mail and drop the mail all over the ground. And it's just and you're trying to pick it up before a car runs you over. It's the little things that get on my nerves and makes me so angry. <laughs> it's like, you know, what is going on, you know? But, uh, but we have to just, you know, take a deep breath. Let it out slowly and just, you know what, let's just adjust our day and work to serve the Lord Jesus Christ. If we fail today and God grants us another day, let's just focus on that. Don't worry about your past. Don't worry about the future. Just worry about today. God never promised us tomorrow, so just worry about today. And that works fundamentally if you're dealing with grief or if you're dealing with depression or anxiety. Just worry, don't worry about all right, those things you cannot control, just worry about and focus on God. Okay, that's all you can do. Just take today and focus on the Lord. See, if you're, if you're too busy thinking about what God wants for you and you're trying to seek out the Lord every day, you don't have time to focus on the negativity, not focus on uh, your past. Don't have time to focus on the anxiety. Don't have time to focus on the depression. Don't have time to focus on this, all these mundane things the devil is trying to rob you of your joy if you're too busy focusing on God. And that's something I've told people time and again. You know, when you're fighting against these things, particularly with depression and such, things I've fought with, as soon as you start feeling your, your mind starting to shift towards the uh, anxiety-ridden issues of your life or the depression in your life, automatically, you know when it's starting to come on, redirect, refocus on the things of God. And when you can do that, say, you know what, I'm not doing that today. In the name of Jesus, by and you say, get away from me. I'm going to focus on the Lord today. I'm focusing on Jesus. I'm focusing on my walk today. 
because God, because Jesus Christ saved me. God sent his only son. He saved me from the depths of hell. I am a new person. I am a new creation. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. And if God is for us, who can be against us? What can man do to me? So let's push these things out of our head that we have no control over and give it all things over to God who is in control of all things in all situations. Remember who you are in Christ Jesus. You are a child of God. You are a king's kid. You are princes and princesses, heirs to the throne, joint heirs to the throne with Jesus Christ. What a wonderful inheritance that we will have one day. So don't forget who you are, your identity in Christ Jesus. And don't let Satan try to steal your identity because your identity is secure. And we, are know, we know that our name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life and nothing can erase that out of there. So, you know what, let's not live today in shame or in regret or in depression, or whatever it may be that you're fighting today, but let's give it all over to Jesus Christ. And let's ask, Lord, how can I serve you better today? How can I better be used for your glory today? Lord, how can I better minister? How can I be a brighter light in this world of darkness? Send me someone who I can minister to, witness to. Now ask the Lord Jesus to help you to be a better child of God. And my friends, if you can do that, I'm telling you, you'll be far happier people uh, in the long run by doing so. And just like I was talking about last night, and the fact that so many people want to see a Holy Spirit revival, but again, my question is, what are you doing? What are you trying to accomplish for Jesus Christ? Are you just leaving it up to other people? Well, I sure wish there was a Holy Spirit revival. I wish people would be closer to God. But what are you doing? Are you striving to have the mind of Christ? Are you striving to be used for God's glory? Are you striving to get the word of God out? Are you being a witness and a testimony to those around you in work, school, or play? What are you doing? My friends, we have a responsibility. It's not just pastors. We all as Christians have a responsibility to serve an almighty God, to get the word out, to spread the gospel, to see souls saved, and to encourage other brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus. That is our goal and our mission, and we'll be called out on that on Judgment Day. Uh, we, um, we know that our name is secure and we are granted entrance into heaven. But for those who aren't saved, they will have to be held accountable for every single everything they've ever done in their life and be cast into utter darkness. But for us, we know that we uh, will stand in judgment but on those things that we have done while we were Christians. And then we'll get to enter into the gates of heaven. And my friends, it's time now uh, to no longer hide in the shadows as a Christian. It's no longer time to keep your head in the proverbial sand and think that you can just, uh, by showing, uh, the only way you can show Christian love and charity is by showing tolerance uh, to sin. You're not showing tolerance to, you're not showing Jesus Christ, rather, uh, to an abomination that the world has perpetrated as, a, as normality. Uh, when we have to stand against those very things we know is wrong. So, my friends, I urge you to, to lift and build each other up. We live in a world where everybody's too quick and easy to tear each other down. But we as Christians must sharpen each other. We must build each other up and look for those good qualities in other people instead of all of the bad qualities, which is easy to do. But we need to look out and search for those good things in each other. And by doing so, you're showing the Spirit of Christ. So don't forget who you are. You have this new identity in Christ Jesus. And don't let the old devil try to tell you otherwise. Let us pray. Dear Father, Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you so much for this wonderful and blessed day that you've given us. Lord, thank you uh, for giving us another day to serve you. Help us to shine brighter than ever today. Help us to focus on you, Lord. Help us to find new opportunities to witness and to minister and to find others to church. Help us, Lord Jesus, to, uh, to grow the nurture and admonition of the Lord. Help us, Lord, to 
uh, keep our eyes focused on you and not uh, selfish needs and desires. Lord, if there's anyone watching or listening this morning that doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Lord, I do pray for uh, Larry and Donna Knight. I do pray for Kim Penny, and Ginger Hood and Troy and uh, Lynn and David Feathers. And Lord, I do pray for all my brothers and sisters in Christ who are watching this morning. And you know their hearts, minds, and needs and what they're dealing with and going through. And Lord, I pray that you will guide them and protect them. Be with our kids and our spouses as they're going to school and work. And I pray that holy hedge of protection about them and keep them safe and well and bring them back home safely. Lord, we thank you, we love you, and we praise you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I appreciate all you guys and gals for watching this morning. And, uh, of course, uh, we uh, uh, usually, I see a lot of people want to do do a, a something they're thankful for every day until Thanksgiving. And that's good, but we should be thankful to the Lord every day, not just around Thanksgiving. So, Anyway, my friends, hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last. Why? Because one day it will be. Thanks for watching. God bless.